0: All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I am Valsa Williams. The headlines: Prime Minister Narendra Modi to launch Kisan Dhan, Yojana today. Government decides not to serve income tax notices directly to the taxpayers. India requests South Korea and Japan to review their free trade agreements with New Delhi. The RDO successfully test fires indigenously developed MAN portable anti-tank guided missile. And Sri Lankan cricket board to reassess security situation before sending its team to Pakistan following terror threat. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will launch the Pradhan Mantri Kisan Maan Yojana from Rachi in Jharkhand today. The scheme will secure the lives of 5 crore small and marginal farmers by providing a minimum pension of 3,000 rupees per month to those who attain 60 years of age. The scheme has an outlay of 10,774 crore rupees for the next three years. All small and marginal farmers who are currently between the ages of 18 to 40 years can apply for the scheme. A report.
1: The Prime Minister will also launch the Pradhan Mantri Lagu Vyaparit Yojana and, and Sorosgar pension schemes. Mr Modi will launch four hundred and sixty two eight Lubya model schools across the country, of which sixty nine will be established in Jharkhand. These schools will provide quality upper primary, secondary, and senior secondary level education to tribal students in tribal dominated areas. Besides, Prime Minister will also inaugurate new Jharkhand Vidhan Sabha building and lay the foundation stone of new secretariat building in Rachi. He will also inaugurate the multimodal terminal at Ganj, with SAE, Anuja News, Delhi.
0: The government has decided not to serve income tax notices to the taxpayers directly. Addressing a press conference in Ahmedabad yesterday, Union Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad said, from next month, notices will first go to a centralized system for examination and scrutiny and then only move further. With this, the unfettered discretion of income tax officers will not be there anymore. Speaking on the economy, Mr. Prasad said even though the GDP growth rate during last quarter had come down to 5.1%, the fundamentals of the Indian economy are strong. New Delhi has requested South Korea and Japan to review their respective free trade agreements FTAs with India. Talking to media persons in New Delhi, Commerce Minister Piyush Goyal said the FTAs should be reviewed as the present import-export position has changed since the time India entered into these agreements, the development comes just after India and the Association of Southeast Asian Nations decided to review their FTA On the proposed Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, RCEP, Mr. Goel said, negotiations for the deal are going on and the government will make sure that India's national interests are protected. The Minister said representatives of all the 15 RCEP negotiating countries have been invited to India between the 14th and 15th of this month to discuss various ideas and measures regarding the Mega Trade Pact. The NDA government has undertaken several reform measures in the first 100 days of its second term. Our correspondent takes a look at the steps taken to improve healthcare infrastructure in the country.
1: The NDA government has taken several measures to ensure quality education in medical field and strengthen healthcare infrastructure. It has brought in National Medical Council Act to overhaul country's medical education. 75 new medical colleges have been approved. This will lead to an increase of at least 15,700 MBBS seats in the country, improve tertiary care in government sector, utilize existing infrastructure of district hospitals and promote affordable medical education. These will Be set up in areas having no medical colleges and preference will be given to aspirational districts and district hospitals having three hundred beds. Besides, Ayushman Bharat scheme is a major step in the direction to provide affordable health care. Supanasekya, AIR News, Delhi.
0: This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. In a major boost for the Indian Army, the Defence Research and Development Organisation, DRDO, has successfully flight-tested an indigenously developed low-weight fire-and-forget man-portable anti-tank guided missile MPATGM. The missile was launched from a man-portable tripod launcher in the ranges of Karnool in Andhra Pradesh yesterday. The target was mimicking a functional tank. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh has congratulated the RDO for the successful test. A Defence Ministry release said the missile hit the target in top-attack mode and destroyed it with precision, meeting all the mission objectives. This is the third series of successful testing of MPA-TGM. The test paves the way for the Army to develop third-generation man portable anti-tank guided missile indigenously. Women and Child Development Minister Smriti Irani inaugurated Wi-Fi facility at six railway stations including Amethi in Uttar Pradesh yesterday. She also directed officials concerned to speed up pending development works. Our correspondent reports that Ms. Irani is on a two-day visit to her parliamentary constituency, Amethi. On the first day of her visit, Union Minister Iskurti Rani did inspection of the beautification work being done on the Sagra Lake and also held a review meeting with the railway department on the progress
1: of the Saloon
0: unchaharri line. Today, the Union Minister will inaugurate kitchen garden at
1: Jawahar Navodaya Vidyalaya and will hold a Chopal in Sheda village later. Before overseeing the arrangements at Central Police Force Camp in Tresundi village where a recruitment
0: drive will be held. India is hosting the first conference on military medicine for member nations of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization in New Delhi today. The two-day conference is being held with an aim to share best practices in the field of military medicine. This is the first military cooperation event to be organized in the country under the SCO after it joined the organization in 2017. President Ramnath Kovind will deliver a lecture at the University of Bern in Switzerland today. Mr. Kovind reached the Swiss capital Bern last night on the second leg of his three-nation tour to Iceland, Switzerland, and Slovenia. Later in the day, the President will attend a reception hosted by the Indian community and friends of India in Switzerland. Tomorrow, Mr. Covind will address the members of the Federal Council in the Swiss Parliament. This will be followed by delegation-level talks and signing of agreements for establishing cooperation between the two countries. In a major victory for the Afghanistan government, its security forces have taken over a district which had been captured by the Taliban two months ago. A defence ministry spokesman said the Afghan forces retook Kiranwa Manjan district in the northeastern province of Badakhshan. He said the Taliban suffered heavy losses in the operation by the Afghan National Defence, other security forces, and the public uprising forces. In less than a week, the Afghan forces have retaken the Yumgan and Warduj districts of the province, which fell to the Taliban four years ago. The Kiranwa Manjan win is considered significant as the district houses big deposits of lapis lazuli, a deep blue metamorphic rock used as a semi-precious stone. Back home today is Anand Chaturdashi, marking the conclusion of the 10-day Ganesh festival. In Mumbai, lakhs of people will participate in different processions for immersion of Lord Ganesh idols including that of Larbog Shah Raja. Security has been tightened by the police to prevent any untoward incident. More from our correspondent.
1: Ten days of elaborate puja and celebration. devotees in Mumbai will bid adieu to their beloved Kanpati Bapa today. More than 50,000 police personnel have been deployed in the city to avoid any untoward incident. According to officials, key routes of processions are being monitored by drones. In Mumbai, immersion of idols will take place at 129 places, including Yilgau Shivaji Park, and at Aksa, Juhu, Varsova, and Marve beaches of the Arabian Sea. Policemen in civic clothes will be a part of processions to prevent any untoward incident involving women and children. Pratina AIR News, Mumbai.
0: In Madhya Pradesh, incessant rainfall is breaking all previous records and has thrown life out of gear in most parts of the state. As per official figures, 198 persons died in rain-related incidents in the state since the start of the monsoon on the 15th of June. Our correspondent has the details.
1: The state
0: has been receiving heavy rains for the past several days, resulting in the Narmada River considering its lifeline and its tributaries flowing above the danger mark. Gates of the several dams including Indrasagar, Burgi and Umkaru have been opened to release excess water. The MED department predicted extremely to very heavy rainfall today in 35 districts in the state including Indore and Bhopal. Meanwhile, Chief Minister Kamal Nath has instructed all the district collectors to make initial assessment of loss of life and property due to rents, so that compensation can be given without any delay. Sanjeev Sharma, AIR News, Bhopal Astronomers have for the first time discovered water vapour in the atmosphere of a distant planet called k two eighteen b Scientists at the University College London used data from NASA's Hubble Space Telescope to make the discovery. Their findings were published in the journal Nature Astronomy. The lead scientist of the university, Professor Giovanna Tinetti, said it is for the first time that they have detected water on a planet in the habitable zone around a star. The planet known as K218b is eight times the mass of Earth. It orbits a red dwarf star 110 light-years away from the Earth in the Leo constellation. The Sri Lankan Cricket Board has decided to reassess the security situation before sending its team to Pakistan, Following a terror threat, in a statement, Sri Lanka Cricket said they need to reassess their plan after receiving a warning from the Prime Minister's office about a possible terror threat to the team. The Cricket board' statement comes hours after naming second string squads for their proposed tour of Pakistan yesterday. More from our correspondent.
1: Sri Lankan Cricket Board sought government assistance to conduct reassessment of security situation in Pakistan ahead of the tour. The development came as ten players had already opted out of the series later this month on security ground. The cricket board had named substitutes including captains of ODI and T twenty teams yesterday only, but the latest threat perception has put the holding of series in doubt. Pakistan cricket board in its reaction has reiterated its commitment to provide safety to Sri Lankan side, and a final decision can be expected in coming days. Santos Kumar for from
0: the Sri Lankan team is scheduled to play three ODIs and as many T20Is in Karachi and Lahore between September the 27th and October the 9th. In badminton, Indian shuttler Cyril Verma, Shubhankar De and Saurabh Varma will play their second round matches of the men's singles at Vietnam Open BWF Tour Super 100 in Ho Chi Minh City today. In the first round yesterday, Cyril defeated Malaysia's Iskandar Zulkarnain. In the second round, Cyril will meet Liu Darin of Malaysia. Shubhankar and Saurabh have entered the second round by getting a bye. Shubhankar will face Wei Tan of Malaysia, while Saurabh will play against Japan's Kodai Naraoka. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Tanvi Neja.
1: Thank you, Balsa. Newspapers present a mixed bag this morning. Militant build-up across LOC and border. Many attempts to infiltrate. The Indian Express fights the JNK police in its lead. Modi invokes 9-11 to nail park lies on terror, leads the Tribune. Cow does not represent regressive past, says PM, while launching a nationwide cattle vaccination campaign in Mathura, reports the Hindustan Times. Fines for safety, not revenue. States can make cuts. The Hindustan Times quotes, Road Transport Minister Nitin Gadkari on the clamour over the Motor Vehicles Act. Big relief for small GST assesses may be spared burden of filing fiscal year 2018 annual return, informs the Hindu business line. UK's work visa offer to benefit Indian students, writes the statesman. UK PM Boris Johnson announces the return of the two-year post-study work visa for international students. And finally, Sports Ministry sends nine names for Padmas, all women, including MC Mary Combe for Padma Vibhushan, in an unprecedented move, writes the Times of India. And with that, it's back to you, Valsa.
0: Thank you, Sandeep And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. From Minister Nareen to Modi to launch Kisan, Mandhan Dhan Yojna today. Government decides not to serve income tax notices directly to taxpayers. India requests South Korea and Japan to review their free trade agreements with New Delhi. DRDO successfully test fires indigenously developed man-portable anti-tank guided missile and Sri Lankan cricket board to reassess security situation before sending its team to Pakistan following terror threat. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com. With that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.